0: The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here.
1: You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction.
2: This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, The Bleeding Old Blood Club can teach an old dog new tricks. Tonight's episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memories of Quiet Riot drummer Frankie Benelli and original Red Hot Chili Pepper Jack Sherman.
3: Hey
4: John Duke.
2: This is Chuck Lavossier.
4: This is Derek Kroll. We are Votov and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. (laughs)
1: Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron.
2: What's everyone? Welcome to a palindromic episode of radioactive metal. This is episode 621. I'm white.
0: And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the great folks at True Code Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go there today, sign up, subscribe. Not only will you not run out of coffee when you have a subscription, but you will also get not one, but two great bands handpicked, curated, if you will, by Mr. Coffee Bean Oculta himself. Two great bands, trvekvltcoffee.com. Hang out with them on Instagram, trve.kvlt.coffee. Um, a great place to interact. And also check out Embodiment Printing Press while you're out there because if you have a small business, maybe you've got an indie band that you're you're just starting up and you're looking for merch or something cool, talk to Mr. Coffee Bean Oculta because he will design some great looking things for you. He's doing that as a side gig. And uh, man, he makes some great stuff. I've gotten some cool pins and some other stuff from him. So yeah, check him out. True Coffee.
2: Well, for sure, for sure, and I definitely um going to be in need of some true cobalt coffee, which I have here right now in my custom-made, very own, one-of-a-kind Votov travel mug. Kind of, oh. uh, kind, kind of, yeah, yeah, now normally I, this is what I use for, uh, Taken to work and all that. Yeah. But I figure, you know, since we have the mighty Votov as tonight as tonight's creature feature, it's like, okay, I better I better I better fill it up with some true cobalt coffee and use it tonight. Basically, what it is is I got an old one of my wife's old Timmy Hose travel mugs. And slapped on a, a Votov sticker over the Tim's logo nice. and all that. <laughs> so I've got my very own, That's what very, we call very Canadian own Votov. custom. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Very very Canadian, and it's one of their stickers that um, it's uh, it parodies like a beer a beer uh, can label. Oh, nice. And and all that. Yeah, yeah. Special Votov beer, Manitoba with six point. percent uh (laughs) alcohol
0: (laughs) oh how convenient
2: yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah i kind of kind of had a self-inflicted long night last night just kind of sitting back a little doing a little more um self-isolating you know as as good as it is up here you know in manitoba like we're still you know, with the whole COVID thing, we're definitely on the better side. But I just uh, I've got so much, you know, in my life that I have to be ex- extra cautious. So it's instead tough. of you know, yeah, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. especially since, uh, and it doesn't really affect affect us here. But uh, 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 Sturgis, yeah, <laughs> last weekend, and I'm going to be talking about this on. Uh, my uh, brother show Wrestling Night in Canada because the band Fuzzy, Chris Jericho's band, they were one of the bands playing playing, uh, playing Sturgis and it's got the wrestling community up up in arms about the whole thing. And uh, su- surprise, surprise, you know, they were already making announcements that people have, you know, have, con- have contracted it from Sturgis and all that. Well, gee. You think?
0: Yeah, but see here's the thing. I wanna know how they're proving that. I wanna know how they're proving that they got it from Sturgis and didn't get it on the way to Sturgis, on the way back from Sturgis, because you know, it's not like they, you know, throw their bike in the back of their um Honda Civic, drive up, pull it out and ride. Like they're doing a long motorcycle ride. Most mm-hmm. people do like a nice trek to get to Sturgis, you know. So Right. I I I would like to see more data on how they're proving this because i especially here in the u.s um i am calling shenanigans on anybody who has any ties to the media because everybody wants to prove that their candidate is a saint and the other candidate is the devil um and i think everybody is willing to fudge numbers to make that
2: point oh that's nothing new
0: well exactly yeah, right yeah. like government conspiracies and that's oh, your conspiracy theorist I'm like motherfucker like it hasn't been proven time and time again I, like it's like well no they said they never do it again right and do you have kids are you a parent like have you ever had your kids say I'll never do that again do it two seconds <laughs> after the after you they just said they wouldn't do it like, uh-huh. c- like come on oh but there's the government <laughs> they're responsible
2: oh yeah have you been okay.
0: paying attention to our last couple hundred <laughs> years motherfucker but yeah like i I pulled up the cnn article on the surges thing because i wanted to start checking that out i want to see how um how cases are exploding but of course it just says cases linked and then you see like 15 i'm like dude those 15 cases are nothing compared to what's happening daily in other states oh for sure for sure
2: but where there wasn't a motorcycle rally I think the point is is that um, should ev- everything else had been called off had been canceled has hasn't been happening or you know in one way shape or form and you want to put on an event with 450,000 people coming and going it's like wow like of course this shit's going to happen
0: Well yeah but think about it if there's that many people that was not a bad amount of cases
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, but I'm sorry one is bad enough.
0: Well, I know. You know,
2: like like now that's fudging numbers there, dude.
0: <laughs> but no, that's not fudging numbers. That's like like well, hard crunching Well, that's
2: data. that's. Like I'm, yeah, I'm not fudging
0: anything. I'm not making right, a number right. up. I'm saying like you're, that's not yeah, sorry, that's not a bad you're,
2: average. You're using numbers here, which is
0: Well, that's you know, what people should be is doing. Is using the the real numbers. I mean, so here's the deal. 15 is bad, but yet nobody panics over the numbers for the flu. Nobody even worries about it anymore because we have the flu vaccine that lulls people into a false sense of security. People die from the flu every year. The problem is nobody understands this. Nobody understands how it's transmitted. We don't know anything about it. So we're still scrambling to figure out how, how to protect ourselves. Right. And the fact is nobody can really effectively say what's the best way to slow the spread. What's the best way to do this. I mean, there's, there's some stuff that's close and they're pretty sure, but like, for a while, they're like, oh, just any face mask. You know, anything you put over your face is going to be great. Well, they're <laughs> no. realizing that the neck gaiters that people were like, oh, this is great. I can just pull it down real easy. It's comfortable. It's, it's stylish. It's not doing shit. Like, it's actually spreading it faster through a neck gaiter because it helps break down the water droplets. And, it, and, um, it, and I think there's, like, there's a video on it, but, like, it's actually better. So, like, there's specific types of masks that do a better job. But remember, everybody was told to not buy those masks because we wanted to save them for the medical professionals. But now they're like, oh, maybe people should get those kind of masks. So, you know, there's all these things that people didn't know. And every time somebody puts something out, well, no, you can't argue with this. This is what we know. Well, then in two weeks when it's wrong, you nobody ever comes back and says, okay, we fucked up. Like, I would have less of a problem with all of this if the CDC would be, do, would be like, okay. So remember when we said don't wear masks at all? It's still not going to do much, but it will at least reduce it by 10%, and a 10% reduction is going to save this many cases. Like, like really be responsible and use the numbers in a responsible way, rather than be like, no, now you have to wear a, a face mask. Face masks will slow the spread. Give me the fucking hard data, don't sensationalize it, and let's fucking talk about it. But anyway, I'm going to get off the soapbox so we can get on with the
1: show. <laughs> I was
2: say, holy shit, we're starting we're starting a little early here. Oh, dude. Like I said I've, I've had too long a night last night to uh to get into <laughs> get anything too heavy duty. We got a kickass we 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 got an awesome creature feature that's actually a long time coming in some way shape or form on this show, you know, and at the top of the hop uh we lost you know some legendary figures in the uh, in the metal world and all that. So kind of a lot to get get going with here. So let's give her.
5: We've been
1: very busy this week. Here's our metal fix.
2: all hey, right dude, what's going on?
0: All right, man. So um. Oh, are we going to talk about that movie later in the show? Uh, no, no, we can,
2: I have it as part of my metal fix. Oh. I know, I I know what you're talking All about. All right. Well
0: then I will let you, um, I, when you get to that, like I've worked on a ton of notes to talk about that, <laughs> uh, by okay. just like you said. So I, I will, I will not talk about that particular thing. We'll let you get to it. But so then, um, really I only have one thing to talk about then, um, and that is Henry and Heidi is starting a new video show that you can get for like a buck ninety nine, and it's it's kind of interesting. I've been waiting to see like how more artists, bands, that sort of stuff, do this. So they had their podcast they were doing, and they had, I don't think they put out a podcast episode in like over a year.
2: It's been a long time. It's yeah. been
0: a crying shame because it's some of the best entertainment out there for personally, uh-huh. you know. And but now with this one, Henry's going through his record collection, so um, they're going through the Minutemen and uh, that's, like, I haven't subscribed to it yet, because I'm like, oh, I haven't had the time, but I think for, like, a buck ninety nine, you get access to that episode for an entire month, so I don't know if they're planning this to do one a month, like, the website for it is really vague, the Instagram post that led you to it was very vague, um, so, yeah, so, so that's, that's really, that's kind of it for me, because, like I said, we got a new puppy this week, and that puppy has kept me uh, very busy,
2: <laughs> no doubt no doubt no doubt i know we're here at snowy manor we're uh pretty much uh all all petted out shall we say we've done our time with with pets and like our little one is all grown and moved on and moved out and took her cats with her and all that so
5: Dude,
0: i i would love <laughs> to get cats again like i was telling you off air like i just i love cats i've always had cats and dogs and um, uh-huh. my, my wife's allergic to cats. My daughter has certain dog allergies. So we, we found, um, like, we got a poodle, because poodles are very hypoallergenic. Hypoaller- They're good for people with allergies. And so she's just, she's been asking for a dog for a year. Like, she's desperately wanted a dog. And so she is just so excited and doing such a great job taking care of this puppy. But I started realizing, because um, we have one of those Roomba, you know, the, the vacuum robots. Mm-hmm. And we turned that on for the first time for the puppy, and the puppy's like trying to figure out. And the thing came <laughs> towards it and like smacked his head off a chair because she was so panicked and she wasn't paying attention. She was like, oh, oh no. Cause you know,
5: <laughs> and
0: I always find that interesting because like you always see videos like that with dogs, but like when you see a cat video in a Roomba, the cat's normally riding the Roomba because the cat has conquered the Roomba, you know. <laughs> Right. And I and like I was telling you off air, I started thinking I'm like, you know, you never see like a bad pet owner that has a cat. You'll see bad pet owners that have like dogs and other things, uh-huh. but you never see one with a cat because the cat will slip their throat in the middle of the night. Like they they <laughs> will make sure you fall down that set of stairs. You know, they'll uh-huh. rub on your legs at the exact right time. Like like you can't fuck with a cat, you know. Yeah,
2: you yeah. You no, no, and you can't you can't really can't really train them. You can't really they they don't listen, you know. It's just I love the attitude of a cat.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. Like I was I was yeah. explaining to my my kids because they were asking like if the dog will drink milk. We're like no, and then Nicholas like well a cat drink milk. I'm like haven't I told you the story about my cat growing up? Um, I had a cat. His name was Matthew, and I poured milk for myself into like a big mug with a big opening because it was good for like dunking a donut, right? And literally it was mm. Dunkin' Donuts. You know, no pun intended there, but um. So I was pour the pour the milk, turned around to get the donut, turned back around. The cat's up on the counter with his head in my glass. Of course, just drinking the milk. I'm like, okay. So I poured it into his dish and got myself another mug. You know, and that's that's just how it goes being a cat owner. Like, you know, like like you've got to have eyes everywhere because they're they're just going to ambush you. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what is it with metalheads and cats? Like, just go on your average, you know, Joe Joe Average Metalheads, his his Facebook feed and all that. Every other picture, it seems like he's got, he's holding his cat or how much he loves his cats and all that. It's, I don't know, it's weird, it's...
0: I, they just seem possibly because they're independent, but still part of a community kind of thing. You know? Yeah, like,
2: that could be it. Exactly. Yeah. You know,
0: and very individual. Because, I mean, like, look at the post that Gary Holt puts up. He does Catterday uh, posts every <laughs> Saturday. And he posts some of the funniest stuff, man. Like, oh, goodness, he kills
2: me. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, I think it all comes down to the attitude for my metal fix got um, some uh, cool records came across my desk and some new just new tunes and new videos as well first of all some cool records coming across my desk is um well i've had this it's been out for a little while i am really just getting to it now but the new the the, the debut record from skeleton kind of yeah i know like uh, it's the first time one of one of the things about that is that I, I kind of put off giving it the attention was just the name it's like really you know did you did you stay up all night thinking of this you know so i was just kind of oh okay well you know all right i'll give it a i'll give it a spin anyways and i was actually kind of surprised it turned out to be some really cool stuff and we'll drop a track from them some cool heavy death grindy stuff stuff that you know okay this is right up snowy's alley i should have you know horns down to me for uh not for judging a book by its cover i guess <laughs> you know like there's that will saying
0: isn't it so funny how we'll do that as metalheads like we'll see a ton <laughs> like, oh, this you know but then like mm. if you think about it, like what if they just really love skeletons like I would probably never call a band Skull but I've had a fascination with skulls since I was like eight. Like I've always had skulls around my room and all that sort of stuff. Like it was not uncommon for me to have anything with a skull on it somewhere in my room or on my clothes or a pin, you know. But like if I call the band skull, people are going, like, Ugh you know.
5: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but, like what if they just really like skeletons? Maybe you walk into their house and it like looks like you walked into a science classroom.
2: There we yeah. are. There we are. Let's go with that, for sure. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that idea. Um, the other one, really cool, metallic hardcore band. Their their um their latest record available now from uh, War Records. That's Andrew's label from Strife. They are always they're always putting out some killer stuff. Mem- Memphis is reserving dirt naps. Now, that's a logo that kind of got my attention right away. <laughs> you know, Like, wow. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, that they're... one took
0: me a second to put together. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> right.
2: Dirt naps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of, I was like, what, did did he not hear me? Like, this is something <laughs> that, that's, that, that I figured would get his attention. There, Their record, another disaster, like I said, good. Good, good old fashioned metallic hardcore. If you're into, if you're into that stuff, you know you're all you're all out war that, those those type of bands and what I call the real metalcore. Okay, like this is the stuff that that predates. You know I don't know how bands like Trivium and um, what the hell, oh, shit, Trivium on Earth. I'm trying to think of the guy that. Try to have his wife killed. Oh my the goodness! Hell is the that band. Oh my goodness!
0: As um, LA dying.
2: As LA dying. God. Yes, yeah. Just, it just totally left my head. For some reason, these bands have That's gotten such a you know, years ago. They got you know they got labeled metalcore, and I'm like, well, what the what the where's the core in that? There is none. Like I, ne- I never quite understood that metalcore was always bands like reserving dirt naps we'll get into a track from them speaking of uh metal bands kind of coring it up a bit um yes. violence okay violence are back after uh, like the original bay area thrashers they had been gone for a while vocalist sean sean killian had been sick but fortunately he's back better than ever And I guess they're going to be putting out a new album soon. And they kind of got the ball rolling with a cover of California Uber Alice from the Dead Kennedys. Nice. Which, yeah, yeah, which totally, uh, totally makes sense. Because, you know, as we've had was just a couple episodes back, we had East, East, East Bay Ray from the DK's on, you know, talking about the Bay Area as well. And, well, East Bay Ray, you know. I love it. That's that's where that's where he get that's where he gets his name from. So I guess a metal band like that covering a classic, you know, like California Uber Alice is just makes totally sense. The song came across my desk, but the video is also up on YouTube right now. I would r- totally recommend that um, everyone go and check that out. And finally, your cool Uncle Snowy made it to the movies. Dude. Before I kind, of, before I kind of get into that though, um, I don't know if we discussed it on the show or if you and I just j- just did off air, but we were talking about how much we were enjoying the Umbrella Factory.
0: Oh, the Umbrella the, Academy! Yes,
2: yeah, yes, the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, which I I have I have to admit, when I first saw like i just saw the icons on um on on net on netflix and i yep. kind of thought oh this is a kid show this is going to be more <laughs> kids like like sky high or something like that you, <laughs> like know, sky you high. get a couple episodes in and <laughs> like i'm glad i'm glad my uh you know my daughter isn't you know 8 because I would be like, Oh, I don't know if she should be if she if she should be watching this. I don't know, sure. you know, like it's yeah, it was definitely more geared towards the adult. The thing that you and I were discussing was was the weird music that was that yes. would be played during the fight scenes. Yes. And you said, well, wait till you get to the second season, episode, episode four, four or five, or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. There's going to be a Kiss song that
0: <laughs> well, so not,
2: you're not going to expect.
0: Before the Kiss song, let's revisit season one real quick. right? And so for anybody who hasn't watched any of the seasons yet, spoiler alert. right? We're, we're going to spoil it here. Right. It's been out a few weeks, so catch up. But anyway, so how about in the first season, um, the Istanbul, not Constantinople... Um by we might they might be giants like the fight scene in the diner to that one with five and the and the two thugs
2: I'm trying to trying to place it that's i uh, to 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 hear it again
0: uh like Istanbul was Constantinople and I was Istanbul my Constantinople da, da, oh, da, okay da.
2: right 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 okay yeah.
0: like I was like holy crap, like, what are they doing? They pick the craziest yeah. songs, right? And the kid who plays Five, like, if he is not getting some sort of award for his acting...
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, He he is amazing. He's an amazing actor, because you really believe that he's like a 65-year-old man stuffed <laughs> into a kid's body. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Right? Alright, mm-hmm. so, episode four of season two.
2: Kiss. Right.
0: And i I kept saying I'm like, it's not gonna be what you expect. So what kiss songs would you have expected for a fight scene, Snowy?
2: Uh I guess uh God of Thunder War God Machine. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe um I don't know, even I Love It Loud.
0: Yeah, oh well, that'd be a good one, yeah.
2: You know? Yeah, just some boom, boom, boom. boom King of the Mountain you know? even. Yeah, like just yeah. something not though, not I was made for loving you.
0: Yes. Wasn't that amazing? When... I was just like, what the
2: hell?
0: Oh, dude, shit. My jaw hit the floor. Cause I'm like, cause like you can tell, okay, I'm like, okay, it's about to go down. And then you're like, I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> and way. No. Oh dude. It's so good.
2: Which that kind of reminded me is I have my own little, I was made for loving you story that i'm going i don't know if i did if i shared this maybe on a kiss episode at one point or whatever but i remember uh, i was about the eighth grade junior high and i was at one of my junior high dances and i asked this girl that was in one of my classes in my homeroom if she wanted to to dance and ironically enough her first name was the same as mrs snowy's years later okay wow okay i asked i asked her to yeah, dance tight. it was it was kisses i was made for loving you okay yeah. fine we went out on the dance floor you know she's smiling okay it sounds like you know we're having we're having we're having a really good time i'm really digging it because she's totally hot okay <laughs> and she just starts crying her, her face drops she just starts crying and she runs out of the auditorium.
5: Oh
0: my goodness.
2: I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I guess I should I guess I should be the gentleman and go see what's going on. Okay. So I go outside and I find her and you know I ask her, you know, is, is everything all right? What can I do? And all that. And she said, Well, I just broke up with my boyfriend and this was our song. Oh no. <laughs> now, now okay. 13 years old, okay? All I'm thinking at that moment, though, is oh, I guess we're not making out later tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess that, that kind of... Well, I, 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 I could forget that. <laughs> You're terrible. The, the, what goes through the mind, you know, of a young teenage boy, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um... It's a cult cult movie night at um, the park Theater again. They're opening, you know, every, every every other week. Cool, cool, cool horror films yes. and all that. And they they aired um, what was known as Zombie, which actually kind of acted kind of like it's kind of an unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead. They they kind of wrote it and played it up like it's kind of the same universe. You know, which it's not a Romero film and all that. It was Lucio Fulci film. So, you know, it's not not official. The music in this film is just like, I don't know what it is, man. Those Italian zombie movies are just make such wicked music because, of course, Goblin provided all the, wic- all the wicked tunes to Dawn of the Dead. Right. Fa- Fabio Friese. Did the music for um, for Zombie? And the only reason why I'm kind of bringing this up is because obviously the music in horror films are all also go over big with uh, with metalheads so much to the point that Freezy was going to was supposed to play at the 2020, but has been rescheduled for the 2021st um, Maryland Death Fest. So it's like wow, wow, that's um that should be <laughs> that should be quite interesting. Like that's obviously, you know, with artists like we've 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 had him on the show and we we talked to him about how the music gets over with metal heads. We had Claudio Simonelli on, and it's just like yeah, it's it's the perfect marriage. And finally, back once again. On to Netflix, really, really cool film. Um, it's actually going over pretty big here in Canada. You know, like the the top they they have the little top most oh, top yeah, 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 and it's it's been consistent on that little on on that list there. But um, we summon the darkness,
0: dude. I'm so oh. glad you told me to watch this movie. <laughs>
2: Yeah, a yeah, really cool film. Uh, I don't know how, spoiler, we're, we're going to get into it, but what really caught my attention is, you know, it focused around the um, 80s metal scene. Yeah. And more importantly, it was, you know, more based on the satanic panic of that time. Oh, yes. that's the, That's the thing that yeah. r- really, really hooked line and sinker well, for sure for sure
0: i say let's really talk about this and just spoiler alert everybody because i took some serious notes oh, okay like, i've been thinking about this movie a lot because when i first started watching it i'm watching it and like the concert scenes like everybody was in like brand new completely jet black band shirts i'm like I appreciate that they got Anthrax fistful of metal, but nobody in 1988 would have had a fistful of metal shirt that was that black. It would have been very gray from all the washing. You know? Uh-huh. So, so like, little things like that were bugging me. And then, like, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Why is Snowy making me watch this? And then the twist happens. I'm like,
5: holy balls!
0: <laughs> like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. And it was amazing.
2: hmm mm-hmm. like I said, it's just it it wasn't it wasn't what you were expecting and it it made a statement it made a statement i have to yes. admit i was definitely giggling okay when they were at the show and the band that was playing yeah. i don't i don't i don't know if you noticed but but it was just Four guys on stage, you know, in metal gear and all that looked like just a metal band from the eighties and all that. The music they were using was old merciful fate.
5: Mm.
2: And I was was
0: wondering because it sounded like King Diamond. I'm like, it sounded like King Diamond, yeah. It
2: it was. Like, how can you first of all, that in itself would have cost a pretty penny just to get that music. Yes. Okay, because Roadrunner owns that, I believe. Okay. That in itself, so uh, to 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 pay that and then put it in your film and like because because King Diamond is so unique okay like you know like you heard you you said it man he sounds an awful lot like King Diamond yeah like there is no other vocalist that sounds like King Diamond yeah you know <laughs> so so to hear that voice with that band it just it, it just really. <laughs> you know, you know, you, they didn't even, you know, make, try to get a King Diamond look-alike, or you know, at, at, for what they paid, they probably could have got King Diamond himself to make a cameo. It probably would have cost the same. I see. That's probably my
0: biggest complaint with the movie. As while, like, they're trying to set it in 1988, and the twist is amazing. Like, the budget did not go into recreating the period. Like, yes, they got. Um like the the right concert t-shirts quote unquote, um, and there was nothing funnier than understanding why the girl that was so skittish was afraid of everything, wearing the Lucifer's army, like later, like it all clicked, I'm like, oh, <laughs> but um, but it just like that concert was so staged, it was so cheesy, mm-hmm. you know, oh and, yeah, and I mean, like by that point as I'm looking at everything, I'm like, I'm being so critical. Like, um, like, I'm I'm watching every guitar trying to ke- catch a good glimpse. I'm like, okay, that's a Rickenbacker. That's good. Because I'm like, if they would have had something that didn't exist in 88, I'd be all over their shit. You know, I'm like, for the <laughs> yes. love of God, like, make it look somewhat authentic. Like, the most authentic thing, like, I think the most authentic thing of that first part up to the concert was the guys throwing the milkshake on the girl's car. Right? Because right. that was a very, very... I don't want to say popular, but that was a very common thing that idiots would do back in the 80s. You know, it'd be like, oh, watch this. I'm going to throw this and it's going to go over the windshield. Ha, ha, ha. And then the retaliation with the firecrackers. I thought that was hysterical. I'm like, oh, shit, that's accurate, too. Like, I forgot about doing that stuff. Like, So, like, those things were very endearing. But, like, as a metalhead, I'm like, you tried. Y- you did. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, uh, they won the most points when they had the guys talking about um, the conversation with Metallica and Mustaine. And it's like, yeah, Metallica sucks since Dave Mustaine left. (laughs) Yeah, but we got Megadeth out of it, man. I'm like, yeah, that's a legit conversation. Yeah, like, Mm
2: -hmm. that's pretty good.
0: I mean, fuck, we still have that one today, you know. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, 50 or 60 years later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... It, it's still going on yeah I know i I know what you mean you know about the devil being in the details and all that because I remember um an episode of uh that 70s show yeah okay and it was based you know in 78, 79, whichever it was and they had a they had they had a a, a vinyl copy of kiss kiss alive okay
5: mm-hmm.
2: and you know when the records get old or yes. older, and you start to get that um the circle, the outline of yeah. the record on the covers. you you'll 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 get that sometimes if you haven't taken proper care of your shit right. okay? Well, it doesn't take a year or two for that to happen, you know, and with the time how however old that the that the album is, and what year that it was based in you wouldn't have gotten that that circle in that amount of time like that record was quite old yeah and and it showed and it's 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 stuff like that now i know i would have taken one look like if i was charged of props or whatever on that show and if they had consulted your cool uncle snowy you know, as a creative consultant for this movie, we could have straightened all this shit out because yeah, and they we should have. have. <laughs>
0: yeah, because, they because like have. literally, they could have shot this in Winnipeg, and all you would have had to do is like, guys, vintage concert shirt night, nothing that existed after nineteen eighty eight. Everybody would have showed up looking as authentic as fuck.
2: Oh hell yeah, you know hell yeah, and it's it's cheaper to shoot in Canada anyways.
0: Exactly, you know, because you just got to pay in moose dollars.
2: That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, any, um, you know, future filmmakers, aspiring filmmakers, you know, that want to make something akin to We Summon the Darkness, it's always available for consulting. No problem.
0: Do we want to talk about how amazing that twist was?
2: Uh, Yes. Yes. Spoiler alert right here.
0: Spoiler alert, guys. Like... So at first, at first, like as I'm watching it, like the music was getting annoying because they'd always play like the spooky music when the girls were on. I'm like, OK, I, and I'm waiting for them to be attacked. Right. And and then I'm like looking at the girl. I'm like, oh, that's Alexandra D'Addario. She was in Baywatch. I'm like, is that why Snowy's having me watch this? What? You know, like and, and when I say no, she's in Baywatch, in she, she was in the Baywatch movie. And if you have not seen the Baywatch movie, you of all people need to watch it because it's so tongue-in-cheek. It's hysterical. Like, Zac Efron's in it. The Rock doesn't get his name right once eh, until, like, (laughs) the very end. And he's he's like, okay, boys to men. Okay, Backstreet. You know, like, all that sort Uh of stuff. And then he's like, okay, High School Musical, which Zac Zac Efron was in. So that's even Uh funnier. You know, and and she's in it. And the jokes are just outrageous. And then to see her in this, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And then when they're playing that Never Have I Ever, and they're like, put something in somebody's drink. And then yeah. the guys all pass out. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And then they wake up. I'm like,
5: holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy <laughs> shit. And,
0: and from that point forward, you're like, holy crap. Right? Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't enough. I'll let you reveal the rest of the twist.
2: Well, yeah, the daughter, the... I don't even remember the names anymore because I'm I'm going to be remembering it. Um, the lead the lead bad guy who turns out to be the ladies and all that is the daughter of uh, a local evangelist that's milking the flock and all that yeah. with the with his phony with his phony with his phony baloney and they're and they're raising funds by feeding the satanic panic. And all that. So yeah, that in itself. And that was Johnny Knoxville. Which? What? I yeah, that was Johnny Knoxville. Oh playing my goodness. The, uh, I didn't even yeah, realize that. I, I, did, I didn't even notice until Mrs. Snowy pointed it out in the credits. And all that. It's like, oh yeah, Wow, he okay. did a great job. Yeah, yeah. He makes a good scumbag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um what what do you say? Horns up, horns down oh, for dude, We totally Summon the horns Darkness?
0: Up. Uh, you absolutely have to watch this movie if you haven't seen it, and, and like, hopefully, again, you paused when we said spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, holy shit! It was such a great twist, and I mean, for somebody who grew up, grew up during that time, and you know, like, everyone's like, "Oh, you're devil worship." I was like, rolling my eyes, like, no, that's really not what I'm doing. I like the music. Can I please just enjoy this? You know, and. Because of growing up in that time, it's like when people are like, oh, they're homosexuals. They're sinners. I'm like, no, they just men who enjoy men. Can we just please let them be happy? You know, like for, Mm -hmm. for, you know, goodness sakes, just like, can people just be into what they're into without trying to make them feel less than, you know, like just enjoy because it's not for you. That's fine. Nobody's saying, hey, you have to listen to this music for the rest of your life, or now you have to be with the same-sex relationship. Just let them enjoy. Like, that just, uh, yeah, like that that kind of thing. And just pointing out, like, the the crooked evangelical preacher. Like, dude, I was such a big fan of that, because I, I wholeheartedly believe that was a lot of stuff going on. Like, did I ever tell you about the... Um, the The youth group seminar I went to, where my buddy and I actually shut down the satanic panic talk early because they couldn't argue with us.
2: <laughs> no, no, I want to hear this.
0: Well, so, um, we so, so like my my buddy's mom really into the the holy roller stuff, right? And we were both metalheads. And to this day, like she will still tell you that I'm the reason that, you know, Mark turned out the way that he did. And, you know, never mind the fact that his neighbor was a drug dealer. I'm the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that like all her brothers were dealing. I'm the problem, right? But anyway, <laughs> so um, we go to some youth group thing and there's this, you know, seminar because you, you, you went through all your little groups and it was how you learned the stuff. So there's a seminar and, how music's affecting our youth and they're showing all these images and and they're doing the typical thing like the lightning bolt in ACDC means um you know, means this. If you have a moon and stars, that means that they've made a pact with the devil. This means they made a pack with the devil.
2: And, <laughs>
0: and, and and like all these other kids that don't listen to metal and have short hair are like like shaking their boots, quaking, right? Quaking. And Mark and I are like putting our hands up. We're like, well, wait a second. Um, I'm like that lightning bolt. And they're like, yeah, I'm like that lightning bolt. I'm like, you're sure that means that they made a pact with the devil. And they're like, absolutely. That That's what that lightning bolt means. I'm like, because that same lightning bolt is on the chest of the murky dismal, murky dismal doll by rainbow bright. that my sister has. So does that mean that Mattel sold their soul to sell that doll? Very
2: and the brief. guy's
0: face just goes red. And then, like, um, my buddy jumped in with something else, and then when they brought up the moon and the stars, I'm like, okay, so the moon and the stars, like, so if anybody who uses that, they're a satanic, you know, s- something satanic, absolutely, I'm like, because that symbol's on the back of palm Mall of dish soap. So are you telling me that palm Mall of dish soap is satanic and we shouldn't wash our dishes with it?
2: That's right, like, it's evil, true. it's evil.
0: And 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 it's not like we had to do a lot of prep, it's just like pay attention to your fucking world around you. And I'm like, so is that what you're saying? You like, you can't work in these absolutes like this. I'm like, Paul Mall's using it, so are you saying that they're a Satanist company? Are you gonna stop washing your dishes? Are you gonna lick them clean? Like, what are you gonna do here? You know, so because of that, he got so frustrated, he dismissed our group early. But then <laughs> the worst part was, the next day for my sister's group, they pulled out the big guns and were playing all these horrible videos of people finding the Satanic rituals and chopped up bodies. So my sister, unfortunately, who did not have a strong constitution,
2: oh. was submitted
0: to all these very gruesome graphic videos. So that's that's the thing. Like like if if they can't scare you with this, then they have to do something else to scare you, right? And that's and I'm gonna sound like a conspiracy nut, but Like, I feel like that's what people are trying to do with this COVID stuff at times, you know, like, and I'm not saying that COVID doesn't exist. I'm not that nutball, but I'm (laughs) saying that we just need to, like, everybody needs to drop the panic and take a step back and be like, okay, what can we really do to protect ourselves and all that sort of stuff? And the same thing with the Satanism, you know, because I mean, like, were there real, you know, problems yes let's look at um and i can't remember any of their names but the whole swedish death metal thing that there was that movie that i still haven't seen and i can't remember any of their names but i know you know who i'm talking about
2: right the the norwegian black metal scene
0: thank you right where you know the church burnings were a big thing and they were really into that they really got cut up into that but there was also it felt like uh, like underlying mental illnesses possibly right so
2: but, a
0: few, yeah. but there's yeah. a difference between that and King Diamond, who's putting on a show. Mm-hmm. You know, where King Diamond's not going out killing a goat before a show and being like, okay, here we go. You know, like like that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Fair I
2: enough. I hear you. I hear you. What we got here now is. Some cool tunage. How about some uh, reserving dirt naps off of that great new record? Another disaster. This is Under Siege. aforementioned self-titled debut record from a Skeleton, that is Mark of Death and yeah, definitely some really cool snowy snowy stuff there for sure tonight's creature feature you know, unfortunately it should have we should have had them on a long time ago they they are from Winnipeg, you know, here. I actually, um, and we're, we're going to speak about it in, like, we, we spoke about it in the interview itself. But I go back with members of this band, you know, more than 30 years now when they were, you know, a local unsigned band called Immortal Possession. They just kind of evolved various different projects and all that. And basically, over the years... Immortal possession reunites under a different name for all intents and purposes and a little bit different a little bit of a different sound and you know, their own fresh new ideas. and thus Votov was born. And of course, as I knew these guys and all that it's like, okay, you guys are putting out music. we're gonna have we're gonna have to have you on, you know, for an extended like side stage interview and all that. Never happened. Sometimes interviewing, like local bands, is like herding cats. Like <laughs> it, it, it really is. Yeah. Since we're talking about cats, because people have, you know, when you're at home, you have lives, you have schedules, you have jobs. These these gentlemen have wives and kids, and like they, you you know, you're busy. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't you. know. And music, unfortunately, right now is kind of a side thing. So for one reason or another, we never really got them on until tonight. And it was for the best possible reason because their debut label -er, full-lengther IXXI recently dropped, courtesy of our good friends at CDN Records. So, gave him a shout. Okay, guys, the record's dropping. It's kick-ass. They sent me a promo. It's, you know, now is the time. <clears throat> Just come by our um, jam space on a boring Sunday afternoon, and we'll get it done. And we had one hell of a chat to get us to it we're going to drop a track from said debut record and yeah it's kind of a unique title for an album I-X-X-I. I had to ask him about that like what's going on here why are you messing with my head <laughs> and all that and it comes through in the interview let's drop a track from said release um during the interview they were saying They were getting a lot of um, good uh, feedback about the song Nerve Stamp. First and foremost, probably the best thing, the best way we should probably go is you're going to be introducing, like already we've already played the new record and we've already been pushing you guys, you know, with the record signing and playing the audio for your videos and all that. So our listeners will already be, you know, somewhat familiar with you, but maybe give just in your own words, a brief bio who you are, what you do, your mother's maiden name, whatever you may think
5: <laughs> is good
2: to get our listeners some ideas as to who you are and what you do. Anyone? Uh, well, I'm Chuck. I uh,
6: sing and play guitar. I uh, write a lot of songs. I uh, <laughs> make all the artwork for the band. I do a lot of like uh, production work
2: and uh, editing of songs and
6: uh, things like
2: that. Right on, right on. Yeah. What well, I've already played a song from the new record, and last episode we did already. But maybe in your words, kind of give us your musical vibe as to what you are and what you do. Well, for me, like it's, I
6: guess because of where we come from, we're old school death metal. That's what we are. just um, no other real word to describe it. Um, we just play what we feel, and like I, I you know, I don't know. I think there's uh, a lot of new little tricks and stuff that a lot of people do and I don't really do those things. I just do what I like to do on guitar and there's no real uh, rules like, you know, there's categories sometimes where if you play this type of thing, then you're in this category. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have a couple of black metal sounding riffs. We're not a black metal band, but we. it doesn't matter. There's no thrash. rules. We've got so some thrash stuff A lot of thrash, on, I guess, to yeah. too, mm-hmm. right? because we also come from that, too, but yeah.
2: Right on, right on with this new record which as we speak okay it just dropped two days ago the new album okay now i've always been like i'm, I'm not exactly sure the name of this record i've already talked about it on the show but i x x i There's yeah. there's more to it than that yeah, for sure. what is the idea the concept is 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 that a roman numeral or is that the the actual name did i get it right like what's the concept here Well, there's a period after every letter, right? Right. So it probably
6: wouldn't be a Roman numeral in that case. Okay, you're one up on me. I didn't even think of that. But uh, (laughs) the periods actually represent something, too. Okay. And the words all have meaning, too, each word. But I think I'm going to keep that for lyrics of a song on the next album.
2: Ooh, Mr. Mysterious. I like it. I like it.
6: Yeah, and I'll probably reveal the... uh, the multiple meanings because there's at least three meanings there's probably four but uh, yeah. so
2: it's an acronym yes right on, right on right on okay cool cool and this is the big debut on cdn records yeah um how did this deal already come about
3: uh well we've we've known craig from back in the day like Basically, he's been around as long as uh, Mortal Possession.
2: 20 years, yeah, 30 years, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. long time. So,
3: yeah, we, we knew him back in the day. And over the years, we've kept in touch. And he's always wanted to re release all the old Mortal Possession stuff. And we were like, well, we're not really doing anything with Mortal Possession. We are not really, we don't want to rehash that stuff. It's, you know, it's done, it's done kind of thing. Um, but we have this new band called Votov, and that's the direction we're going. And he the last album he was interested in signing us, but it was kind of a miscommunication. And we had already had the album delayed almost six months because of things with the drummer and whatever at the time. So we decided to self-release it. This time around, we sent him our EP and he was like, yeah, I'd definitely be interested in signing you guys. And we had a few other offers on the table, but he basically gave us what we were looking for. And he has a good reputation. That's a great label. He's got tons of uh, releases under his belt. So, Mm -hmm. and he's, and he's basically a one man operation and he's Canadian. Yeah. And he trades with other labels Mm -hmm. all around Mm -hmm. the world. So that's huge Mm -hmm.
4: too. I like that. It's old school mentality. Yeah. So,
3: so basically he was like, yeah, we'll sign you guys. What do you want? We basically already had something drafted up that we were looking for. And, uh, we had, at that time we had thrown the idea out to Derek about maybe re-recording the immortal possession songs not Mm -hmm. re-releasing the old demos and uh once we told that to craig he's like well why don't i sign both your bands right on so (laughs) yeah Yeah,
2: i'm all for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
4: it was a a very good thing for both bands
5: Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. and
4: uh you know it's a lot of work to learn all these songs from scratch for me because i'm coming into it with a fresh set of ears too like I'm. Trying to replicate what the the drums were doing in the demos, but also kind of give a my own spin, you know.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
4: So mm-hmm. it's gonna be good, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. You guys had yeah. announced first signing with Voatob with CDN, and I'm like, okay, this is great. And then a little while later, you guys, oh yeah, we also signed on with Immortal Possession. I'm like, oh fuck, right on. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I'll tell Absolutely. you, like, we're stoked about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: from like we demoed the Immortal Possession songs already, and they sound wicked, right? So now Derek has recorded the drums for most of the songs for the actual album, and they sound like it. Yeah, I got three yeah. to go. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on this stuff that. right now, so I get to hear it, where other people don't or whatever, but right. I love it. I'm like, bah, yeah, so here we go. It's coming. Right, like, right. it's going to be killer. Finally, these songs are going to sound right.
5: You know? Okay, like like the well, way they should yeah. sound because, for you know, sure.
6: back in those days, we were, you know, recording. Uh, we weren't as good uh, as players as we are now and all that. and. Uh, with the people we were working with, it just wasn't and you know, I'm not I'm not saying that the studio the studio was good, but it's just the time was like fucking analog. It wasn't mm. digital stuff or it was easier to edit and all this stuff. So you had to get all your takes pretty damn right, you know, instead of doing multiple
3: takes. And you had a budget back then, right? Yeah. Because
6: yeah. and you had time and you'd be like, Oh no, if we don't get this done it's gonna cost money. So oh, extra. Yeah. And yeah. now extra we extra just in take your time we it's take like, our you know,
4: time. We have our own rigs. Yeah. It's like I don't feel resources. like
6: singing today so I won't sing today. Instead right. of, I gotta sing and this is you be there. what we
4: get, mm-hmm. so whatever. Although we gotta push ourselves too, that, we, well, yeah. we don't want to fade into mediocrity
2: either, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We just...
5: Yeah.
2: Right on, right mm-hmm. on. In the, okay, in with, with a new Immortal record, does come out, and you've already had, say, this Votov record out for a year, yep. and all of this shit blows over, and maybe it's time to go out on tour. Right. Could you guys do Double Duty with both bands? <clears throat> I wouldn't want to do the same night. Yeah, I wouldn't uh. want to do that. You know why? Because as a
6: vocalist, like I'll do it right now, business I've done wise, it. it's not a good idea. You know, I'll think. tell you, I've done it with Eam and Psychotic Gardening, right. and it's not good. Like it's like you're burnt out after doing your first show, and then you play your second show, and you don't give as much as you can because you're like, holy fuck, and you do that again and again mm-hmm. and again. Dealing with extreme I mean, metal, you could so. get used to it if you, if one of the bands, let's say, is an opening band, and you only do like. You know 25 minutes or half an hour or whatever but
3: but what we could be doing if Ah, we're playing in places like europe you set up two tours yeah and you do alternate nights yeah Yeah. Yeah, that that would be perfect perfect. that 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 would be perfect that that in my opinion would work well because Mm -hmm. there's very little travel time in between places and you work both bands as you you go you could even
6: you could even have two nights in every city like you could play one night as that band, yeah, and the next night yeah, as the exactly. other band, yeah, and then mm-hmm. they move to another there's city. There's other do the
3: ways same we, could, we could spin it to our advantage for sure. Yeah. Right on, right on. because it's the, the same either. members, right? Plus right, one, yeah. yeah, plus yeah. one. Yeah. one uh, for Mortal uh, Possession yeah. has a guitar player that's right. added.
2: So. Right. Right. right, right. Okay, you're going with this with this new record. You're going to be introducing yourself to a lot of new fans, and hopefully, I'm doing that yeah. as well here with this. But you guys have been around for a long time within the Canadian metal underground scene. But it's almost... you're Like I said, you're, there's going to be a lot of new people. Okay, so how do you kind of see yourself? Do you guys still see yourself as the grizzled veterans? Or has this kind of replenished you guys into... You know, we're young guns again now because of this record.
6: I don't think uh, I've ever thought... Like, I think I just... I'm the same age all the time. Right. I don't think I ever think, you know, I'm a little more tired nowadays, but I don't let that bother me kind of thing, but mm-hmm. other than that um I don't know.
4: You summed that up quite well for me as well because <laughs> yeah. after working all day and then coming home and I'm recording the album on my like spare off time, which is only a couple hours at a time, so mm-hmm. I try to make that time count, right? So Right, right. Yeah, on. but yeah, when you get you know in your mid thirties and you know your forties, like Chuck and John, yeah.
2: so, yeah, so, it, so it's, it's a little more bit difficult. more uh, yeah. of
4: a delicate situation. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but with fans, okay, like if you were to start getting some press in like Decibel Magazine, you would be in the Dude, the it, fresh blood oh, section it, yeah, already. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. I'll tell
6: you this already; it's exciting. Like uh, just uh, having the album and seeing it and hearing it and just thinking like we just created these songs and stuff and it's it's awesome right so that's exciting and that invigorates us and makes us yeah. feel like yeah and, and the young, presentation you when know, well, we get to great. play it it's like it's really fun and stuff yeah. um so yeah i think that in itself and having a lot of people talking about it is exciting and that makes us even more like oh yeah this is great and we want to do it more like you know
3: never yeah. never really had the attitude like oh we've been around for 30 years we're not doing this we're not doing that it's like love playing music yeah. mm-hmm. and quite frankly to have an album out on it like like for us as kids that was our dream yeah. is to be signed to a label and have a a product out on a label and to be doing this yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so any chance we get to do it we're happy to do it and yeah. we want to be doing it so i mean i mean i don't think we ever look at it as it's kind of like a chore, or no, right. we're grizzled veterans, and you know what <laughs> and it is in the
6: same breath, too. Um, like we okay, so this, like, we just signed to CDN first time, like, really exciting to like you know, real label type of thing. But in the past, it's like we had offers from certain labels, like Osmos back in the early days. Oh, and, wow, and Peaceville, hey, eh, John, holy and, shit! Uh, yeah, I, I got the that. letters still. Cause oh, really? I got the letters, yeah, <laughs> in a box right now, eh? and um, uh. It was bad There's,
3: deals. It was bad deals,
6: and it's like, no, we're not taking that. Like, the, so you we, have, we own all enslaved, our music, right? Uh, we yeah. still own all our music and everything. So nobody could tell me like, you can't play this song, or you can't do this, you can't do that, or you got to change your logo, this and that. Nope, mm-hmm. everything is under our like control, like all the art direction you you and the, the, the way balls, we look, everything. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not like it's you know, on art
3: terms. Yeah, the
6: record label's not saying, okay, you guys have to. I was up to wear these jumpsuits and I'll what change your <laughs> or it's whatever, whatever it's you know. Whatever. Oh, go to this studio. We, have,
3: we haven't gone into massive debt or anything. Like mm-hmm. we don't have to take out you know Loans a massive to loan to go on tour and to buy on to a tour and mm-hmm. to yeah. put out our product and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Which is we we didn't want to do that. We wanted to do everything kind of on our own terms and own all our music and all our rights to it, and basically. Be our own, the masters of our own destiny, so yeah. to speak.
6: Self-sufficient. Because like, mm-hmm. in the end, what's important is the actual music that gets out there to people and, like, uh, well, the music, my message, for sure, um, if people are deep enough to read that shit. And then uh, the images and stuff, like, I want that stuff out there, and it's nice to have that, like, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: For sure. Put that out there. For sure, for sure. With everything that's going on in the world right now, obviously the music industry is taking a hit no one's on tour no one's doing this but albums are still coming out yeah. okay there's 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 at least that but it seems for from my perspective and seeing bands and all that you guys are actually having a pretty good year okay with <laughs> this new album that's great um one of your shows though and uh, now correct me if i'm wrong you guys just recently about a couple months ago yeah. or whatever yeah, June had 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 a show here in Winnipeg, and it was the first yeah. post-COVID yeah. North American metal Heavy show. Heavy metal yeah, show. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm, yeah, it was. Yeah. Did you guys know that going into we read it before read it. that, like be, a couple days before the show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> laughing. We had, well,
6: well, no, we
3: had no, we had no idea, right? Yeah, and then all it. of a sudden, it's like Corey's like, "Oh, by the way,"
2: yeah. and we're <laughs> like.
3: Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it like, it's, it's
2: actually a cool. big fucking deal. Yeah. Yeah. He slapped me
3: on the back at the show. He's like, yeah, by the way,
4: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to be the first show in Not, North that America. That was uh, yeah. the
3: 27th of June, I believe, at the Park Theater. Mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, it was different. I mean, but it was great to hit the stage again and uh, be playing live. So I mean, yeah, making this, history. Uh, and they filmed us too, the Village Idiots. Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: live on the internet. That was really cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Anvil actually, uh, about a week later. <laughs>
2: did you see that? It, yeah, yeah, but they were they were charging for it. Though. They yeah, said, yeah. They said
4: first metal show since anything. Yeah, like, no, Never, no, 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 no. I don't no think so. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I corrected yeah. him to be a dink but. yeah <laughs> yeah.
2: It's me and ass yeah, yeah we love your lips but no no no, no, no. but no yeah. you're wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um t- 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 what is a votov? until until i like when you guys announced this band name yeah. and all that never even heard of this word yeah what is it? Well, votav is a made up word, and it's. Oh, well, that explains uh, but it's also, it. But also, it also represents
6: multiple meanings, too. Okay, so one of the meanings is voices of the other voices. Ah, okay. So it means when you're talking to someone and they're saying something, sometimes they're saying other things that, you know, they're not saying out loud. It's read re- between the lies, the lines, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, so that's one of the things. And, um,. A lot of the reasons why I wanted to choose that name was because, <clears throat> okay, for Psychotic Gardening, that's a special like type of name and some people don't understand it, right? They don't understand the meaning behind it. And I used to joke about it saying like, uh, so some people would be like, Psychotic Gardening ah, and they'd make a joke or whatever and it's kind of like, I'd go, see you're the exact type of fan, like you won't like my band because of my band name and that's good with me because I don't like stupid people, so yeah, yeah. you know you're. It's my filter. It's my fucking idiot filter. So you know what I mean. If you don't like my bands and you don't support me, that's great because I don't want to be around you, right? So you know. So, anyways, but it's an important thing, a band name, because you call yourself whatever. Okay, there's a million band names that are taken, and like there's a million like, whatever. This. You need and that, something short and to right? the point, so people can actually remember. Exactly. Right. So then I thought to myself, I'm like, well, I want to make a nice logo, right? Because I love logos, right? And I want it legible because I don't like fucking sh- <laughs> scribbly, scrappy, like, sticks. yeah, pile of shit. And I hate that shit. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I don't it's, like it. I either. think it's dumb. It's mm-hmm. the stupidest fucking thing you can do as a fucking metal band. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fucking. Who's playing? And blah, 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 and blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know who this fucking band useless. is, but you yeah. know, whatever. Those logos so, are useless. It doesn't useless. do any bands any, any good. Uh-huh. So, I, because I was a former Catholic, whatever, I wanted an inverted T. An inverted cross, which I always have in Immortal Possession Logo, whatever. Every logo I make, I like mm-hmm. my inverted crosses. So so I, I also wanted to have a mirror image. So if I have my, my Votov logo on a clear vinyl record and you flip the record, it's gonna look exactly the same all the time, right? So, or right. a sticker on a fucking mirror or a sticker on the back of a car, or like on a window, whatever. It's always gonna look like that. So I needed letters that flip like this. So a right. V can flip, an O can flip, and a T can flip. So the whole fucking logo can flip like right that. <laughs> Another thing about IXXI is it can flip and it can flip this way. Do you know what I mean? The, it could not only flip this way, but it flips this way. So it flips in four different directions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which It's lo- part at of it, the dots, that, yeah. east, west, north, and south. Ah. I'm, I'm giving you too much information. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it in the lyrics for the next album. There we also. are. There we are. Definitely. Which... And think of this, too. Think of how many words start with X. So there's, yeah, not not lot, there's not a lot of choices. For sure, now. for so sure, for we'll sure. See.
2: We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I'll let you guys get on with your jamming and all that. But I just wanted us to share um with our listeners the fact that many, many, many decades ago now. Three of them, more than three of them now. Immortal Possession was my very first interview. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pre-radioactive metal. I was just doing a tiny little out of my girlfriend's, my now wife, out of her bedroom at the time and all that. Just black uh, bl- a black and white fanzine. I had other people, more connected people in Montreal and Boston doing the bigger name bands. And I was handling the local Winnipeg mm. scene. And I just contacted you guys. And... We met together at a Tim Hortons before Tim Hortons became what it was. Yeah. And yeah so we've kind of taken this long musical journey together. <laughs> totally, <laughs> together man. Totally. Over the years. So to, it's to the point now where, like, I don't go by my slave name. Every, everyone knows me as Snowy. Yeah. You're the only one, Chuck, that yeah. calls <laughs> me that because... Cause Cause we 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 before. we go back before <laughs> there was a right. snow. Yeah, yeah so I it's like it. when you call me Quentin, I just kind of like. Okay, you get a pass. Yeah, I was like, anyone <laughs> else, I correct. <laughs> who's, who's this fucking snowy guy? Oh, it's him. That's uh, it.
5: It's here's it. my
3: question Do you yeah. still have a copy of that?
2: I wish I did. I, I might wish have it. I did. We, yeah, you we guys I
5: might have it somewhere. somewhere have it in that box somewhere. somewhere. Yeah.
2: He's got a box and I got a box. Oh, okay. Well, letters well. from people and everything. Okay, like it's called Hardware. It's a, There'll be a picture of. Um, Sepulture on the cover. Okay. Sure. If you do, let me know. Well, yeah. I Because <laughs> sure. I... I you can get just, just over sure. the years, sure. I lost a lot of things and all that. And unfortunately, sure. all the copies... I got copies of, of Meat
6: Magazine with us in it. I, I remember, remember that. that. You know the Metallica, like the white Metallica <laughs> that, cover one? Yeah. I got like a, this, man. You, know. wow. you guys, wow. yeah. I, I was like... Fuck this. I'm don't, 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 uh,
3: don't tell a metal Tim Henderson that. He might be uh, calling you up. <laughs> Trying to get some... Hey,
2: buddy. Uh, yeah. No yeah guy, you know. From brave words. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And finally, just everyone say hi to someone. Anyone. Who do you, who do you want to say hi to? I,
3: I want to say hi to uh, my family, my wife, Adrian, uh, my daughter, Sulvey, and my son, Owen. Thanks for all your support. And uh, it's. Uh, you know, I, I'm i really proud that you're my family and uh, thanks for supporting me. I don't, I don't
4: know. Oh, I'd like to thank my entire family, <laughs> the Kroll family. My mom and dad, Max, Chantel, all my friends, my bandmates here, Chuck and John. Yeah. I can go on for days, but I'm not, <laughs> yeah. gonna, but I'm not going to. So,
3: And all, all the people that Support us and, and buy our music, come out to our shows, stuff like that.
6: And Yogi, can I have your pogo stick? Yeah. <laughs> no, you
3: can't have my pogo stick. <laughs> I remember
5: that. Yeah.
0: to The Shining Wizards,
1: listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's The Stallion, and when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product.
0: Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling.
2: Some cool death metal to go along with um, tonight's creature feature that is Decayed Flesh their latest record Abyss of Misery available now go and check that out as well um, before that that we heard from uh, a Votov label mate courtesy of CDN record that is sadistic embodiment their latest record blood spell drops september 18th that is gallows hill that record really caught my attention too and um that was one of the things before we we pressed record with the boys in votav we we went over just how much we were digging that record and what great guys they are as well so good stuff good stuff thank you so much to Chuck John and Derek probably should have (laughs) introduced them individually uh, to start the um, to start that interview off with but thank you so much guys it's been a long time coming but it definitely paid off now The top of the hop we did um, mention, unfortunately, you know, it's always seems to be radioactive metal's um, uh, duty, you know, to share in the sad news when we lose, you know, someone within, within the metal world and we lost one. Jack Sherman, who was an original Red Hot Chili Pepper, it was just announced, I just saw it earlier today as we speak i don't think i didn't catch exactly why's and wherefores and all that but yeah yeah that's too bad it was um i never really discovered the chili peppers until mother's milk uh me too yeah yeah like i kind of kind of knew knew who they were because there's some other metal heads that kind of dug it that i knew and all that it's never really Gave it much attention on, until that until that record, and I never really got got past, you know, that record. That seems to be really the the only one I got into. Now, like, it's just like the Chili Peppers just kind of blew up. Okay, and I'm now to the point where like all I have at work is terrestrial radio. Yeah, and it's just I hear I hear a, a modern Chili Peppers song. And like, okay, I'm I'm out. like I said, at work I spend more time changing the radio stations than I do on my on my actual job. So that's too bad. When like I said, I didn't even I didn't even know who this gentleman was, but it was kind well, of our.
0: He was kind of a blip in the Chili Peppers' history because like, uh-huh. because hello hello Slovak is the guy you always hear about is the guitarist prior to John Frusciante. And so Hillel was part of the original group and then apparently left for like a short stint. And that's when Jack came in and Jack filled those shoes. And then Hillel came back. Uh-huh. And because Hillel's the guy they always talk about, like, you know, when they talk about losing him, it's like losing a brother kind of thing. You know, and then for Shanti, mm. I think for Shanti's first record was Mother's Milk. Um, I think so, because I was really okay. into the Chili Peppers for a while, like. Once I heard Mother's Milk, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like, that that record's amazing. I went back, listened to the older stuff. I'm like, man, these guys. And then Blood Sugar comes out. And I'm like, okay, a little bit different, Like, but I like some of the stuff that's on there. But then I can't even tell you the stuff that came later. Stuff like Red One Red Hot Minute and then that aeroplane. I'm like, what the fuck is this crap? Like, it just wasn't it didn't have the same energy, you know, cause like mm-hmm. they're all amazing musicians, but I felt like it really got watered down. Cause like, if you hear flea, just like do stuff on his own, he will do some amazing things that are also insanely musical. Mm-hmm. And like that's, and that's what he was doing on those first few records. I'm like, wow, like this is some amazing stuff, pushing the limits, very musical still. Like, it's not like it was like, um, like some like the instrumental rock where people are like, okay, I have ten seconds. Let's see how many notes I can put in between those ten seconds. You know, like like they were they were doing cool stuff, but it was also very musical. And I just feel like it really got watered down um, as they got more in touch with their feelings. But hey, <laughs> you know, like like it's working for them. They're making money. You know. And and I don't have to like it. That's just it. Like yeah. you know, you, got, to. I,
2: you can always change the channel. That's I right. Know. You can always change the channel. You can just not buy their records for sure. For sure, for sure. One of bands records that I did buy and I love this band from the moment I heard them, the way, way back the nineteen eighty three, eighty four Metal Health albums that huge Quiet Riot fan. Like when I when I went, uh, they they for and of course we're going to talk a little QR here because we lost drummer Frankie Benelli. Yeah, which is which is which is too bad. The gentleman had been sick for a while now. We were kind of hoping you know for the best, and unfortunately, he did finally succumb to it this week. With myself, like. There's two periods of my life, you know. There was before 1984 like in terms of music and all that when I just kind of listened to everything, right? Come 1984 I went metal and hardcore punk full time and uh pre pre-84 it was when I first discovered Quiet Riot. It was a it was around that time like I had bought the metal health album—it was before. I want to say maybe about a year before going metal full time. Like I'm—I got as you can see, I've got nothing prepared in my notes. I have Frankie Benelli written down for this whole for this whole segment and all that. So I'm not exactly how long. I just remember I had. Bought metal health before going metal full time. All that. So, uh, yeah, right. Pretty much right from the start. Now, I understand, you know, there was, you know, the stuff with Randy Rhodes the you know, previous previous to signing on to uh, Pasha Records or which, right. which, whichever, whichever label it was there. But that's that was kind of when Choir Ride really took off. And that's kind of when I discovered them to the point that I often say, okay, there was two concerts that I saw before, you know. But my first real concert, being the metal, the hard rock, whatever, okay, my first real concert was Choir Riot. All that, so um which was actually a pretty kick-ass bill. They had a, a, a not as well-known White Snake and Kickaxe with their with their with their first album I was Kick Yeah, they were fucking amazing as well. So yeah, Choir Riot, my first real concert, shall we say? So yeah, big fan. And that's too bad. What about you? When did you first discover Choir Ride? Oh,
0: dude, come on, feel the noise! Like, like that's <laughs> absolutely what did it. Between it was between that and um and Mental Health, bang your head, you know. Right. Um, but I mean that album with Mental Health, like, dude, like the drums on the beginning of Come On Feel the Noise, which you know is a Slade cover, and which <laughs> I didn't know at the time. But I'm also a huge fan of Slade because around that same time, I also discovered um. Run run away by Slade, that's that sea chameleon lying Uh there in the sun. Like
2: That's still a favorite song of uh, mine. Yeah, I love that
0: song, right? And the American version of that album, Keep Your Hands Off My Power Supply. Like I I went through great lengths to get that on vinyl and then C D and now you can get it everywhere, but that's a whole other thing. But um like hearing the Slade version of Come On Feel the Noise. And then hearing the Quiet Riot version of Come on Feel the Noise. It's like, yeah, Quiet Riot really deserves all the hype they get for that song. Because Banali's du ka du ka du ka, Like, that opening mm-hmm. completely changed it. Made it so much more metal. So much more aggressive. And so much more of a party. You know? And then, like, let's talk, talk about the fact that he also went on to play on one of my favorite Wasp records. The Headless Children.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Like because like, that's that's the album that had um the wasp cover of The Real Me by the Who.
2: Oh, that's his favorite song of mine too, yeah. Oh, it's
0: insane that cover. You know, I mean like the original is insane and to think that they could even touch it, like they did they did a great job with it, right? But it, like I I always loved the Headless Children record. Mhm. Um, sorry, that's more than likely my mother in law calling. Um mm-hmm. But I mean so you know, he played with them he played with Wasp, Quiet Riot. Yeah, I was hoping they were
5: going to grab a quarter. <laughs> sorry about that.
0: But, um, and then I don't recognize the, the other um, bands here, but I mean, dude, he was a badass drummer. He was 68 when he passed. Mm-hmm. You know? so, I mean, like, yeah. Raise a glass, Metalheads. Let's, let's For sure. Let's celebrate the life and work of this guy.
2: Are you bringing, are you bringing up the Quiet Riot Slade um, connection and like it's like those those two bands they had that symb- symbiotic relationship that worked wonders for both. Oh yeah, it really did. It really did. Um, that cost pro wrestler William Regal Stephen Regal at the time that cost him his job at, in World Championship Wrestling. Really, at one time, yes, yes. Regal was. I, oh, I can't remember. Like I, I just heard the story on on a wrestling podcast, but Regal was doing a um, radio interview in studio. Okay, it was it was Regal and um, Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot, the okay. vocalist. Okay, and William Regal is British. Okay, it's got he okay. has got the accent, and his character is you know at the time a very british character as Good well picture, they really yeah. they, they really played it up and all that well turns out regal was a big slade fan oh, okay. okay now <laughs> dubrow not knowing this oh, okay made the statement yeah we made Slade a lot of money Oh, geez. Okay, not saying this smart diplomatic thing like we had a great symbiotic relationship with them and they're good guys and all that. No, no, he pulled the rock star shit. Regal, (sighs) not happy, started choking him out Ah! on live 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 on the air saying no 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 you know you know these guys made you a whole bunch of money because you covered their songs and you did this and he starts choking to brow out live on the air when that got back to the big wigs at world championship wrestling they ended up what in wrestling terms is known as giving your future endeavors you know, we is wish it, you all the best in your future endeavors and all that. WWE so we basically, WWE. but then he went over to the WWF and his career really took off. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a fucked up Quiet Riot yeah. story there that I should probably uh, share on uh, when we sit down in the next couple of days to oh, record yes. our brother. Um, program wrestling night in canada as well because like the idea of wrestling night in canada is just it's three guys that are wrestling fans from the same heavy music yeah. scene here in winnipeg as well so i think that's kind of relevant there um do we have anything else that we want to share before we get to our indie spotlight
0: i think those are the big things now i'm good
2: okay let's go
1: we're always on the lookout for fresh new talent check out this indie spotlight
2: With tonight's Indie Spotlight, dude, I have to admit, I was pretty torn, okay, because I'm like, okay, like, this new record came across my desk, great band, and all that, it's good to see that they're back, and all that, but that was just it. Toronto's Entropy, go back, go back, The I remember seeing their demos and all that around, 1990 the late the late 80s in the canadian metal scene and um so really with with that kind of history and they're back they're reunited they're making new new music and all that i was kind of like ah, should i should i save it should i save it we should actually have them for a side stage interview
5: Oh, that.
2: you know nice. there's there's yeah there's definitely a really cool story there to tell but it's like I was also thinking, well, mm, they could probably appreciate, you know, the press and the exposure for their new record, Force Convergence, available now wherever you find all of your indie music. So, So I figured, you know what, we can always just get them on the horn, do the side stage, and we'll drop a track from... Veterans entropy. This is a rip zone. <laughs> EntropyMetal is a good place to find all of um, all the infos. It basically it's a site that redirects you to all of their stuff, including Facebook. You can listen to this on Spotify. Check them out there. Face Force Convergence. So good, so good to have Entropy back. Well, my friend, we survived another one, or at least I should say I survived another one. So far so good. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's been, it's kind of, its it's been a, a slow Saturday afternoon, but it's been a long day for me so like, far. But hey, it's when, when it's self-inflicted, I don't expect any sympathy, symphony, sim, sympathy, sympathy. You know, because words are funny.
0: What about Sympathy so, for the Devil? <laughs> that's right. That's right.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Symphony for the Devil, perhaps. That's that's that devil music. From the it satanic the panic. Music. The devil's music. <laughs> well, we certainly hope uh, everyone is enjoying their devil's music here on Radioactive Metal. How can uh, people get a hold of us?
0: Well. Before you go any further, before you contact us, here's what I need you to do. As you are listening to this, if you're listening to it on a podcast on Friday when it comes out, because that's the first thing you do every Friday, you would happen to know that today, as you hear this, it is August 28th. That means that you should head to the Record Store Day website, make up your list, Make sure that you have talked to your local record store to see what they're doing and what their plans are and how they're handling things. Because I, I meant to talk about that episode, but I forgot. And then go support your local record store because we've got to keep the Indies going. And we got to make sure that we do that. And then in a week from you hearing this, it will be, oh my goodness, um, Bandcamp Friday. Which means oh. that um, any of the Bandcamp bands that you support are going to get all of those proceeds. So find some great independent bands on Bandcamp to support, right? Like, we've given mm-hmm. you tons. We give you a great indie band every week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no shortage of great artists to go out there and support. So those are the first two things I'd like you to do. After you've done that, head out to RadioactiveMetal.org. You can go back and listen to the episodes where Snowy and I have discussed our picks for this first upcoming Record Store Day release here on August 29th, um, as well as other great indie bands that you could support on the um, Bandcamp Friday. So RadioactiveMetal.org to get all those. You can send us a line. Tell, tell us how happy you are that we have enriched your life by dropping us an email at crap. RadMetal666 at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram and Twitter, radMetal666 or at radMetal666 rather. Facebook.com slash radMetal. And then if you would like to write a letter, like you're like, you know, COVID has me not doing much. Um... I saw this great pan online and some cute stationery with skulls and blood dripping from it. <laughs> nice. I would like to send somebody a letter. Who, who do I know that I could send a letter to with stationery with skulls and blood? How about grandma? Well, not if we want grandma to survive this pandemic, but how about snowy snowy? would mm-hmm. love it. He'll, he'll use his skull sealing wax and seal the letter back to you. And, um, the US Postal Service here is undergoing a lot right now. But um, uh-huh. the Canadian Postal Service, because they you know, run on Moose Mail, they're ready to go. <clears throat> so you can drop us a line, we'll get you Snowy's address. You guys can write letters just like the old days. Like like they would have in nineteen eighty eight when we summon the darkness was taking place.
2: hmm. Yeah, yeah. The old pen bangers. So dirty. I mean, yeah, that? in the <laughs> the back the back the back of the old metal forces magazine you know part of that whole scene was yeah, was the snail mail letters and demo trading and live tape trading and all that if you want to continue that you want to you know do a do a throwback to that golden age of metal and all that you know you're you're a veteran you're an old timer like us by all means yeah go check us out on facebook drop me a line with your snail mail address and that would be most awesome in the meantime Oh but
0: wait there's oh, more Oh oh wait no no but yeah wait, like, there's more because yes, not there, only well, do you have all those great well, ways to get hold of us you can hear us first every thursday purerockradio.net you can also enjoy us on spotify thanks to the fantastic people at the shining wizards network shiningwizardsnetwork.com we are a part of that family of lifestyle podcasts wrestling podcast our brother sister our bro cast, um, uh, A wrestling Night in Canada, happens to be hosted over there. Hosted by one Snowy and Ducky, who was on here a couple of weeks back. And somebody else who I don't think I've ever met. But You have, have
2: not met Matt yet. You, you, know, know you will.
0: But someday, someday I will. But so we are proud to be a part of that network. Because, man, the guys at Shining Wizards are just great dudes. Like, super mm-hmm. good dudes. Tony's a blast. And I feel like now that's everything um you know of course if you're listening to this on itunes leave us a review because that helps us come up higher in the rankings tell your friends about us or if you know somebody that would just be mortified by listening to the show absolutely share it with them <laughs> that's, um, that's sure. because we enjoy that joke just drop us an email so we know we're in on the joke because that's always mm-hmm. fun too um dude i can't believe this did i tell you about something i learned about last week called doom tiki
2: Doom tiki. Doom. Tiki. No.
0: okay. And I meant to write this down for my metal fix, and I just just happened to glance over. So I want to do a surf and skate episode so bad. And last week I'm on this. Uh, I, I told I told you guys last week I was like attending this online like tiki festival that happens in California. Well, they had this woman on who um, does these doom metal themed tiki pop ups. So it's like like the tiki you Know beach theme kind of stuff, but with doom metal, I'm like, oh my goodness, I love this, <laughs> right? And um, so I, I've jotted down her info and made myself some notes because I want to try and get her on the show for Doom,
2: please, tiki. please, yeah. yes,
0: because that's just completely up our alley, yeah, completely <laughs> yeah. up our alley. Doom Tiki, but anyway, that on that note, ladies and gentlemen, now Snowy can send us off,
2: right? Right, and sending us off, we're going to drop a track. From the brand new assimilation record, Tainting the Purity, available now, our good friends over at Reaper Metal Production. Let's go out with justified mediocrity. In the meantime, in between time, that's it. This has been a palindromic episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Sonny White.
0: And this is Aaron.
2: Signing off. Someday I will die. Uh, i a
1: mediocrity There's a of a team There is made no become, the uh, and your mind against the rules I sit down on men Only love news about the dead As by finds that to bring you our horizons. Ah! The bring is you The time of is The thoughts of our family on this Shed your head, become a all men and All men on this and all